well that was new hello yeah. and how are you today <laughs> hi apparently zoom now tells us we're being recorded <laughs> now tells you that there's a recording in progress i guess that there's probably been too many times where someone was like i'm just gonna record this <laughs> this is off the record right this the, whole podcast has been off the record hasn't it for e- yes you, you haven't been recording these conversations i've been recording yeah, so uh, we are back with uh, episode 68 of EDH Wrecked, the uh, non-infinite podcast in which we also hate a lot of things that happen in the game that we play. Yeah, we love the game and hate the game. I think we, most Magic players will... Uh, we love the game. I think we just hate the mechanics, like all of them. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the cards, yeah. yeah, the cards themselves we also hate, the mechanics we hate, but we love the game. The business, the business model, the actual people who own it, the, the, the players, yeah, the yeah, players, the too. content creators, including <laughs> ourselves. But we love the game. Yeah, that's what it comes down to, really. Uh, yeah. This episode is called "Magic is Stupid," and so are we. No, it's not called that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, this is an episode that uh, that I want to touch on mostly because I felt that. Uh, we do a lot of talking in our podcast about the fact that you, you know, all these weird builds that we come up with and sort of strange off the wall things. And, and, you know, those, those memes, we had that one that where it said you could win on turn four or play a card from fallen empire. It's like, we, we, that's what we enjoy doing. But uh, I realized that we never actually try to like throw out the idea of like what you could do if you don't want to do something halfway memeish. Like, what so, if you were a serious player, but for some reason was listening to our podcast? Yeah. What if you got confused listening to this podcast <laughs> and thought it was about playing for keeps? Um, so what I did was I pitched to Evan, and he accepted it begrudgingly, that we should do an episode dedicated to sort of uh, commanders you can play if you want to just play the good stuff in your colors. Yeah. So uh, the ones we rag on for being the least creative, I think, is... Uh... Yeah, in a, here? in a way, I think it is. But also just like for me, it was more like when I pitched this to you, I had more of an idea of like if you were just getting into it or coming back to magic or yeah, or you had been doing like we hadn't been going down these rabbit holes of like really stupid decks. Like I came across it because I built that new Orzov Dragon, Shadrick's Silver Quill. Sure. And I haven't seen I, you play that yet. Yeah, I don't really have a theme for it. So I was just like, oh, just put in what I have left of white and black, you know, like I don't have an Orzov deck, so I'll just run the, the good stuff I have of Orzov. And it turns out like, I don't need a theme for it. It's fine. It's not, it's not a, you know, every time winner, but like I have fun with it. So I wanted to sort of do an episode where we talked about some of the generals that you could have out there that you could just, you don't need to theme it. You don't need to worry about what its power does and synergize it with what it does. Uh, and I'm not talking about like Isamaru or something stupid like that, that doesn't have an ability, but like, these are generals that have sort of an overall ability that can be used no matter what your scheme is in your deck. Yeah. And that's or your I price said. point or your power level. So, you know, you, that's some of these that I chose run the gamut from, you know, right under CEDH, including some CEDH, all the way down to a general that you could put together for $100, you know, for the whole deck. I think you went broader than me. I tried to go with like, if you were new to the game and we're just trying to throw together whatever cards are in your collection, what's commander maybe you could use? Yeah, um, I went with more that, like that the idea went, of like here's the 50 cards I have. Like, yeah, throw it, throw it in any in a deck like this. Yeah, and I mean I will cover those for sure, but also just the idea that you don't want to play to a theme. You just want to say this general can run all of my favorite cards at once and still do something. 
So the general, you know, the general itself, it's not like you're running Gitrog monster in just a good stuff Golgari deck because we both know that that probably won't fly. You know, he's not a general that you can, you can just like toss a bunch of stuff in and be like, well, let's hope this works. Like he needs certain cards to sort of key off of and succeed with. And accidentally go infinite. And well, is it ever an accident? I don't believe people anymore when they say it's an accident. I just know. (laughs) Well, guys, I accidentally wanted to get out of here. Go fuck yourself. Um, Whereas on the other end of it, a guy like, for example, to stick with Golgari, he's one of the ones that I'll talk about. A guy like Scott Slimefoot doesn't need too, too much in the way of its own thing. It produces its own saplings. It does its own things. You can play him with just Golgari good stuff and hope that you can produce enough saplings with his power. Like he's not the sure, be all end. Probably go sapling. You probably would, but you don't need to completely focus your deck on it. Whereas the Gitrock monster. Slimefoot doesn't trigger on. He triggered on know, saperlings only, but he creates saperlings. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can just make mana. Um, and I mean, green makes mana. I was so more black. thinking like the new uh, uh, Wither Bloom. See, that's the Wither Bloom, uh, Belladros, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that dragon is clearly like, who cares he's what like, your deck is? Yeah, he's Golgari good stuff for sure. Actually, a lot of those weird dragons, I find the new dragons, I'll talk about them when we get into it, but. But the comparison of Gitrog versus Slimefoot, they're both in Golgari. They're both, one, you will run out of steam very quickly in Gitrog if you don't have a way to recycle those lands. You, in fact, will just run out of the ability to play anything at some point. Uh, Whereas Slimefoot, you can play good stuff in it. Anyway, that's sort of the idea, is I want to run with that topic and see where we land. Sure. That sounds like a plan. And then uh, I think we'll be back, what, next week? with We'll have to review Modern Horizons because I think it comes out pretty soon. Modern Horizons does come out. The, the just started today for the uh, official leaks or the official whatever they are. To <laughs> Wait, what was all the rest of this then? <laughs> I'm sure it's just some sort of someone fell off the back of a truck somewhere with product. Uh, before we get going, though, I do want to give a shout out to our latest patron, uh, Ricky. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. For, uh, for patroning us, patronizing us. I don't know what you call it. And you can uh, come join us for games on Discord while we're still in lockdown here. Join us for games on Discord. And if you want in on one of our episodes, you just let us know, buddy. Thank you. Uh, yeah. On to the topic at hand, though. So, like I said, I'll start with this one since I'm the one that, uh, that, that fired it off to you. I figured I want to get the biggest one out of the way. Uh, if you're new to Magic... You probably don't want to play this guy, but if you're just looking for a deck that you want to be able to play the best in your color uh, and not worry about any form of synergy at all, because this is just a simple synergy deck. And I feel we have to mention this general just to get it out of the way. I'm really struggling to guess this one. Obviously, Thrasios is oh. the top general for any form of non-synergistic turning itself into synergy. <laughs> Sure. You don't need to run anything to do with Thrasios. You don't need to run anything to do with Merfolk. Just Thrasios and any other partner, and it's already CDH. You could just run Thrasios. You don't need to go CDH with it. You could just have Thrasios as your general, and you'll probably get enough just out of him that it doesn't matter. Uh, For those of you who don't know who Thrasios is, uh, I say that with a weird thought in my head. Um. Uh, he is one of the two partners that creates like the best, uh, I guess the best CDH deck right now. Yeah. Uh, he's a two drop one, three Merfolk wizard for four. When he's out, you can scry one, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a land, put it on the battlefield tapped. Otherwise draw a card. So 
you just you just for four you either put a land into play or you draw a card. Yeah, they really said what's the worst thing to do if you were to, you know, reveal a card and they're like, well, if you revealed two lands, you couldn't play them. It's like, well, what if we just let you play the lands? Well, then every draw would be amazing. <laughs> Well, let's do that. Uh, Thrasios uh, is dangerous at every level. He's dangerous in casual. He's dangerous in uh, CDH, obviously. But I mean, it's just the fact that there's, again, you don't need any, any synergy in this deck. Just him as your general, as a yeah, two drop. Just mana. He the, just, these generals are basically going to be value. Like they just, yeah, they they're going to be mana or they get you. Card advantage. They do something they for really you. Do anything else. Again, they don't need this energy. Some of them that I chose can synergize in their own decks, but a lot of them just need to exist uh, to do what they need to do or activate their ability, which doesn't really need anything else. Like Thrasios doesn't care if you're playing Merfolk or Mir or, or you're playing Table, Tribal. Like He doesn't care. Thrasios is going to do what he does, activate his ability, fill your hand up all the time, Give you card advantage and give you land advantage. All and everyone's going to try to kill you because they hate Thrasios. <clears throat> they assume you're just going to win off of something stupid. Yeah, pretty much. They're going to yeah. be like, oh, you're going to make infinite mana and then and then just violate every rule of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not telling people to play it. I'm just <sighs> I'll saying. Make infinite mana and then I'll play Thassa's Oracle and you can stop listening to this podcast right now. You don't need to make infinite mana. It's fine. <laughs> uh, infinite and to be fair, infinite mana can be made with any color. You don't need to look, yeah. guys. If you want to play infinite mana, all you really need are a couple rocks, an isochron scepter, and uh, dramatic reversal. You just need to be in blue, and you can just make whatever colors you want. You just have to make your build your own uh, paradox engine, basically. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Uh, if you want to play Thrasios, like like I said, you can play with any power level. He's going to immediately make your deck better just by existing. Uh, he's yeah, also fair. fairly expensive, I believe. Still, I think he's still above he thirty bucks. He had, he had dropped a Legends. fair bit with Commander Legends, but I don't know how far he stayed down. <clears throat> he was I at like seventy, eighty dollars Canadian at one point. Ever tried to buy one? So I have no idea what the price is. I've never looked at it to purchase once in my life, but uh, it is what it is, and people like to play it, I guess. Uh, Evan, do you have any? Any commander that you'd like I to bring? do? My mine's slightly different, right. um, only because. So I picked this one because a lot of people make this sort of uh, deck seems to be a, a common thing, and everyone makes it sort of the same style. Um, but it's really just a commander that is just like, hey, do something with it. It doesn't really matter. It's slightly creature oriented, so that's usually where people go. But it's a uh, Thassa, God of the Sea. Oddly enough, that was also on my list as well. Yeah, it's just a, it's a common one that people are just like, I don't know. They usually go big creatures because it's funny, um, but it always feels a little bit slapped together. Like I've never really seen like a finely tuned Thassa deck. It's usually people just like, I just thought it would be fun to play these cards. So it made me think of it because it's the it's the uh, the Theros one, not the uh, the original Theros one that. Just has at the beginning of your upkeep, scry one, and then for one in a blue target creature you control can't be blocked this turn. So essentially, like scry one is just good to have on an indestructible enchantment, basically. Yes. Uh, and then to make things unblockable, you're just like, cool. What what should I play that I'd like to be unblockable? So I never find that I said there's any theme. It's just kind of value oriented. Yeah, um, it's really that. It's really that that 
first power I find people play it for, and then they kind of forget it has the second power. Like, I don't know yeah, how many like, games I've been in where where people would be like, uh, I don't know how to kill this person. And because you just forget that, <laughs> that they, like, Thassa just gives you so much value as a three-drop, like you said, indestructible enchantment uh, that just scries constantly. Um, do you kind of forget that you can make your big creatures or any creature you have unblockable to get in damage to steal the monarch or do whatever you need to do? Um, yeah. or kill someone, hit someone with a Leviathan or something. Like, I don't know. Perforos has that second ability, and you're like, wait, it does? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, a lot of those older generals have that weird ability. It's, where the, you're like, it's the monocolored gods all have an activated ability, and they're like, yeah, half, half of them are the time, you're like, I forgot yeah. about that. Like, I find in Erebos's case, you only use it if you don't have greed out <laughs> yeah. or, or something better. Uh, and then in Perforos's case, it's usually not needed. Uh, no. And then the only ones that you're really going to activate a lot are is is Nylea. Nylea gives everything trample, and she's you, know, you can probably put all of the gods except Perforos, all the mono colored gods except Perforos can be in this category. Yeah, I also had so like, on my list uh, Airbos because I've seen a lot of Airbos good stuff. We're just like. I shut off life gain and I can draw cards and pay life. So now I just need to put some good stuff in the deck and away I go. Yeah. It's, it's probably like the most, like I just have black cards. Who should my commander be? It's like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to win with torment. Who yeah, should fine. I play as my commander? <laughs> play Airbus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that is true. Yeah. Most of those generals, except Porphyros, the mono black uh, or the mono colored, like, uh, Nylea is a good stuff green general like you're yeah. definitely not theming anything around here you're just playing you know 25-ish creatures and swinging to the, for the fences all the time yeah. uh, Heliod's terrible um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean all your creatures get vigilance I'm going to talk about a white one that's definitely better but uh, you know it's, it's he's fine but I don't think I discovered a mono white good stuff general <laughs> Uh, well, then I'll bring her up next. So, uh, uh it, it could be the one you play. That was my best guess. Elish Norn? Yeah. 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 Elish Norn was a good one, but the one that I'm thinking of is, uh, Avison. Oh, sure. I mean, everything you put on the board as soon as Avison hits play is indestructible. You can play right. with whatever damn permanent you want. Then you play Armageddon. Well, some people do. Seems to be everyone, everyone online is just like Avacyn. And then you play Armageddon and people are like, no, don't do that. The best part about that online community, though, is that uh, that it's so play. split. It's so split between people who are like, you're a pile of human garbage for doing that. And then the other side who's like, you should blow up everyone's lands every game. Like, it's such a, <laughs> a chopped community online that, like, it's hilarious to read. Yeah. Personally, as long as you don't spend another 20 turns trying to win the game, which you shouldn't if you have Avacyn out. Yeah, we talked about that. If you want to use mass land destruction as a win con, go to town. And if you have Avacyn out, you've won the game. Gain, in my yeah. opinion, you know, if you yeah, like, there's a lot of people who sort of argue that um, whatever the land based deck is going to come back faster. So blowing up all the lands just favors like green decks because they can build up again. Yeah, um, it all depends upon really when you blow it up. Anything if green has 18 of the land out already when you blow it up. Yeah, it's going to be a bit tougher for them versus if white only has like the seven. The other side of it is if green doesn't have any mana rocks and you just blew up lands, then they're going to be the most hurt because yeah. they don't have mana rocks. But I mean, Avacyn is the 8-8 angel. Everyone kind of knows what she is. She just makes all of your permanents indestructible. She does cost eight. She is mono white. 
it's going to be difficult getting there. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I've read a few things online where people are like, oh, I turn one, turn two or all the time. It's like you only do that when you draw exactly what you need. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. You got to get literally the, your whole hand would have to be mana because you need <laughs> a, a plane. The, you yeah. need the two other colored mana sources in your opening hand or like a, or the jeweled lotus. Yeah. And then five other mana. So and, so, and then someone just path to exiles it anyway. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Or manatize it, which would be even better. Manatize would be like the best. Oh, response. That would be, I, man, I was watching a game last night. So I was, I, I just completely off topic, but I just, I was on Twitch and I was watching a guy play a legacy, like, uh, cube tournament. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He got manatized. I was blown away. I can't remember what he tried to cast. He tried to cast some five drop and the dude's like response tap a white. I was like, no. <laughs> manatized. Well, I mean, if you're trying to play optimally, you're going to spend all your mana. So you're obviously going to catch people with manatized. It was amazing. The guy like the, in the streamer just didn't say a word, just, uh, just let it happen. And then, uh, and then just stared at the screen for a little while, lost the game, but, uh, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, but yeah, so Avison is kind of like, you know, if you, and the good thing about white is that unless you're looking for like the really top tier premium cards, you can build a white deck for really cheap hands down. If you don't want smothering tithe, Avison will be the most expensive card in your deck. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be a good deck, but <laughs> I ran an angel deck. It's good. Yeah, but that's like uh, I would say Lyra. If you're doing angels, would be better. If you're but... doing angels, yes, Lyra would be better. But you, I mean, oh, we're trying to say just anything. But like you're limiting yourself with angels to no one's nothing small. Like this, you could run a wide gamut of like you could have your low drops run into your high drops, weathered yeah, wafer, sure. night of white orchid, all yeah. of that stuff. Whereas I ran sixty six angels. Yeah, fair. Uh, <laughs> so Avison would be my one of my top choices if you want to just play like, uh, you know, whatever Armageddon garbage comes out of the white deck. You know, you want to throw down, uh, you want to throw down uh, what's that white card that makes all mountains plains? Uh, I can't remember. Enchantment. Yeah, I know uh, there's one, but yeah, you want to put Karma in your deck with Urborg? Go right ahead. <laughs> no one can kill it. It won't matter. Avison, sure. it'll just murder people. Uh, you want to put circle of protections in your deck? Go right ahead. You can run whatever you want in this deck because it can't be gotten rid of except by exile. And like Evan said, destroy everyone's lands. Cataclysm. There you go. Now all you have left is Avacyn and one land. Cat, cat, yeah, Cataclysm I think is sac. But... Cataclysm certainly is sacrifice. <laughs> uh, you, de- you definitely need to play if you're doing Avacyn. You need... Um... There's a white counter spell that's like when someone targets a permanent you control, you definitely need that in your deck. It's Dawn Charm. Yeah, just um, counter target just, spell that targets a permanent you control, I believe. Yeah, just because every target's going to first be Avacyn. Yeah. The counter target, so uh, to prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn, regenerate target creature, counter target that spell is the targets you. Crap, no. There is a white no, spell, there, though. There that is does, one. I yeah. can't remember what it is. Uh, and also, the uh, it was pointed out by one of our listeners that the Dawn Charm that came from Commander Legends has a has a misprint on it. Oh, I didn't notice. Prevent all combat damage. That would that would is all one word. They don't put a oh. space between it, so it's just that would. Nice. Uh, and then uh, and then he and then he pointed out that his hatred of how they worded regenerate the next time it would be destroyed instead tap it remove from dam combat and heal all damage on it. 
<laughs> and he's like, I don't like the idea of them saying heal. <laughs> heal. Yeah, yeah, heal all damage. Which I, I, I've never heard I them talk about. Has to because if you dealt like three damage and then killed it with two, it shouldn't still have five damage on it. Really <laughs> it was, it was funny. I don't know. Maybe they could say remove all damage from it. I don't know. Yeah, uh, field is weird just because there isn't uh not a it's not look, a thing. Recently magic's been terrible for wording. Like anyone who wants to sit down and read read the Sphinx of the Second Sun and then like try oh, to tell like, me <laughs> you have a two starting phase. <laughs> like, why they why they worded phase? it? It's three they say phases three times in the same sentence. Like why oh, they worded okay. it that way, I would love to know. I would love I feel like they're just they're falling into more complex stuff. Um, it's like, um, the new, the new, uh, I was talking about this cause we were just playing it. The new Orzov, uh, general from, uh, oh, Brina. Brina, like, man, I watched people play it and I was like, that's not what the card does, does it? And like, I had to look, it took me like 10 minutes to figure out what the frig the card is supposed to do. Yeah. I got it right, uh, right here in front like, of me. We, and we were playing it. and we're like, oh, so you attack the opponent with the highest life. It's like, no, no. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Whenever a player attacks one or more opponents, if that opponent has more life than one of your other opponents, the attacking player draws a card and you put two plus one plus one counters on a creature you control. Yeah, so so there's a you, which is the controller of this card. There's the attacking player who draws a card. It could be someone else. There's checking opponents and checking the opponent's other, or sorry, checking other like you have to check it's only so it's only comparing it's only comparing that guy's opponents brina's opponents so it doesn't count your opponents when you're swinging if a player attacks one or more of your opponents oh my god it's not even see i thought it was the opponents of who i was attacking no 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 it's always coming back to so that means that you can't attack brina and get the trigger Remember this for the end of your wrap up. This wins for worst worded card or most confusing card printer. Yeah, this so and so this is this in my opinion, this all began with uh with with uh with a chroma. Uh as soon as you put and so oh, on, on a card so and on, people yeah. accept it, that's you, the beginning you think of the, we're end. In the, the and so on phase of magic. Yeah, so they're just going to continually trail on words over and over and over again until we all just get too frustrated and just stop paying attention to what they print and that's when they'll just print whatever the hell they want sphinx of the second sun i just looked through my binder to find it at the beginning of your post-combat main phase you get an additional beginning phase after this phase that's one sentence yeah (sighs) which phase is this phase which phase does it phase (laughs) into a phase if it phases out how many phases do i get Best thing to do would be to put vanishing on that thing. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm gonna God. take my second phase after this phase. I'll phase you out. <sighs> Actually, if it gains phasing, would it? Oh my God! If you phase, technically it's the start of your untap step. No, so when it triggers. Take... It triggers on your second main phase. At the beginning right, right. of your post combat main phase, you. Oh, oh, but wait! If it has phasing. Would it <laughs> would it phase out on its second? Oh my god! I think because you always say phasing is the start of your turn, but that actually means before you untap. But the untap is part of the first phase, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so the beginning phase is is 
the untap, untap upkeep, upkeep draw. draw. Yeah. So if it had phasing, it would have to check phasing. Sweet. Yeah. It's a good thing there's not many ways to get phasing. <laughs> yeah. The beginning phase includes the un untap upkeep draw. So yep. if you, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's just great. Uh, anyway, uh, just an extra layer. All right. Well, list your next commander. I'm excited uh, now uh, after that. It's one you've made. Because oh. apparently I'm just picking ones you made, which uh, cool might sound mean. But um, uh, this was, uh, I figured, um, I was trying to find this got to be like a mono green that wasn't the gods. Uh, so I picked uh, Goreclaw. Because yeah. it's pretty much like, sure, there's a little bit of a stipulation here. It has cost reduction on things with power four or greater. But you're playing green. So you know what? most of the cards you're probably trying to play are well, anyway. If you're if you're not running a that, then you're playing like some sort of tribe anyway. You're like elves. You're playing it. Like, you can't really make elves as well with Goreclaw. No. But you can pretty much just take any green cards and throw it in a Goreclaw deck and you'll you'll be fine because Goreclaw gives them trample. Yeah. No, Goreclaw like, Goreclaw is a fine like generic general. When I built him the first play time Crawl he was just worm, like, then Go ahead. Uh, it's what's the name of the, the, the giant with the rampage two? Uh, Craw giant. Craw giant. Yeah, you want to rock that guy? You go right ahead, man. Six four yeah. becomes a seven five. <laughs> Gets trample again. Scale worm, I believe. Yeah, it costs two less to it, so that's important. So yeah, Goreclaw, just any green creatures, just throw them in. They cost two less. So once you get Goreclaw out with your four mana. Um, who cares? Because they now don't cost nearly as much as they were originally. Um, so you'll find it's easier to play and you just start steamrolling people. And it's probably a pretty good starting deck for people. Yeah, to be honest, out of all the ones we've mentioned, Goreclaws would probably be the easiest one to just start magic with. If you were brand new yeah. into magic or you were looking to get into uh, like green and you had never tried it before or whatever, uh, you could just roll a Goreclaw deck and go down to your local store and say, I want $20 worth of the biggest green creatures in magic. <laughs> Sure, yeah. And, and you could slap that in with some ramp and some uh, the removal that you need, and then boom, you got yourself a deck. Maybe spend 10 bucks on an asceticism, and, and you're good. Like You can mix four. all those cards up whenever you want. Pull out whatever creatures you want, put new ones in. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because like you said, probably 60% of your deck is going to be four. Like 60% of the creatures are going to be four power or higher just because you're in green. Yeah, exactly. And they're just going to keep hitting harder and harder. Yeah, like you're going to play like Lana War Elves. And then, like, who cares? Like, just play things that are power four or greater. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I chose a, a one that I also built, but that's only because I built all of these at one point. Uh, one of the uh, the plane shift, not plane shifted, but uh, planner chaos elder dragons. I don't think they are elder dragons, but those dragons, the three color dragons. Trying to, yeah, they're not elder dragons because they're apparently too young. Uh, I, I can't think of. So there's like there's there's Teneb there's but the one I picked was Vorash. For I was about to say that's got to be Vorash if it isn't Teneb. Yeah, Vorash is the six six flyer for six. He's in I believe Saltai, yeah. uh, and he says whenever he deals damage to an opponent, he's flying. Whenever he deals damage to an opponent, pay two in a green, put six plus one plus one counters on him. He doesn't care what else is in his deck at all. Like out of every general we've listed, he actually doesn't care. You could run 99 mana and he, you know, obviously that's a terrible <laughs> thing to do, but, but you, you don't need to worry about what puts in here to synergize with them. 
Harden scales barely touches him. You go from six to seven. He's still a he's still a two shot, three shot yeah, general. Like there's there's a couple commanders out there that seem to be like one one counters, but there's like the like, well, you play doubling season, you're like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like if, if he gets twelve counters, does that really make that big a difference? Yeah, the only thing that doubling season would do for him would it would raise him to a two hit general. Sure. Uh, but, rather than a three hit general, but he's in green, so there are myriad ways exactly to, to get him bigger without worrying about doubling season. You could spend that hundred dollars and build the entire deck. You could build double deck for hundred dollars. Never really feel like it's any farther off. Like he's probably the most Voltron of Voltron decks uh, that that I've ever seen. Like he like he just literally just keeps adding six to himself every time. Like there's no one else who really compares to that. He's just a six drop six six is the only problem. It's not very yeah. And you pretty much you just play like spot removal. So when you're like, oh, how many flyers you got? One. Okay. Uh, pognify that. Swing yeah. you. Yeah. Make he's him bigger. Green, he's in green, black, and blue. So he clears the skies whenever he wants. He usually becomes too big after two hits or a hit and one small bump, he will be too big for a Blasphemous Act to kill. Uh, You're in green and blue, so you have flicker and regenerate effects. This guy's deck can be just the best of your colors, and it could also be plus one, plus one counter effect. It doesn't matter what you build him as. He's he's a killer. He's he's a a true Voltron general, without even needing to put equipment on. You should build uh, single creature... um, Borosh? Borosh, and just literally put in like... 50 spot removal counter spells and then just beat people to death just trample <laughs> trample and i should do that that's what i in fact that's gonna be my next my next build yeah it uh, just be like uh i don't know what to do with that <laughs> <laughs> everyone has to like turn four whenever i ramp out and hit him just like oh he's here yeah. guys and now my hands full of counters um yeah <laughs> but he's uh he's out of all of those dragons like the only other dragon that i put in his realm of just saying like you can run whatever you want and nickel bolus the original nickel bolus because if he hits an opponent that opponent is out of the game for most part yeah pretty much <laughs> uh, if you have to discard your entire hand and then only have two hits left from him till you die you're on thin ice <laughs> yeah you're gonna need a hell of a top deck to get out of that yeah problem. so he's on par but this guy probably kills faster simply because of the plus one plus one counters after yeah. you've finished off an opponent your next opponent it will take 18 on the first swing and then your final <laughs> opponent will die like if you're in a four-man pod and you hit everyone to death the last guy's one hit yeah he's kind of a weird one because you kind of have to spread it out though because you like swing at one person and then if you swing at them again you're like well now he's so big that i should just kill someone so there's no point in finishing that person off. yeah because after the first hit he'll be 12 which means if you hit that guy again it's 18 damage but you can give him a plus three you can kill someone in two hits unfortunately exactly. rancor is only plus two which is your best option but even an overrun or something like that will just straight up kill someone who doesn't have a flying blocker um yeah and then after that he's lethal every time you pump him by two yep. well so, i got another i got another voltron one for oh, you i'm excited um, Lay it on me, buddy. Lay it's, it on me. It's, it's, it's as we say, the bad Sigarda. Um, <sighs> insofar as it's the good one, but we have a running joke that people told us it's the bad one. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Sigarda, so. host of uh, Herons. Yes, uh, the non-sack one. Yeah, the flying hexproof one, and uh, spells and abilities your opponent's control can't cause you to sacrifice permanent. Um, it's a 5-5 five, five flyer. Uh, pretty much since it has hexproof and it dodges sacking, uh, the only thing that can kill it is um, 
Uh, exile effects just, just like, like a mass board exile, wipe. mass board wipe yeah. um so when that's the only thing you have to worry about you can pretty much slap whatever you want as as your uh sort of voltron like whatever equipment you got everything's just going to make it better just because your creature's kind of hard to remove um so it doesn't really matter what you do because it's just it's got stuck to it half the evasion that makes it yeah you know, and she's another really good starting general like if you are yeah. getting into commander uh she's really good uh sort of maintaining her own tempo and keeping things on the battlefield more so than gore claw because of that lack of sacrifice and she's hexproof uh so she's really good at sort of sitting back and saying you know i can build up i can do what i need to do without worrying and sort of focus on the board instead yeah you're gonna take you're gonna take some heat because people are obviously going to foresee uh how difficult it will be to remove sagarda but you know again it doesn't really matter too much what's in your deck you're always going to be that threat so your you know your deck's going to sort of stand up even if you threw together a 20 dollar deck yeah i mean she uh she doesn't require nearly as much uh prep work because she doesn't care what else is in your deck at all goreclaw does need a little bit in his deck that sort of focuses uh you need before he triggers you do need four strength creatures but yeah, like you said, it's easy. This this is a somewhat like Vorosh in the fact that everything else in your deck can be whatever you want it to be. It can be the best in their colors without worrying about synergy. Yeah. It can it's be whatever as, you have sitting around in piles. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, it's not as big as Vorash, but uh, it's harder to kill than Vorash. Yes, yeah. So, so the, the I mean, it's it's hexproof alone is worth its weight in gold. Uh, that no sack ability only ever punishes you when someone plays a Torment of Hailfire. Apart from that, you're yes. always gold. Uh, Turgrid, Turgrid. <laughs> Apart from that, themes. someone plays Turgrid, someone plays a Grave Pact, and you're like, that's fine. And they're like, Grave Pact trigger, you got to sack your commander. And you're like, no. No, I don't. No, you fool. Uh, <laughs> and then they yeah. go, Flesh Bank Marauder. And it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Turgrid, the Turgrid gets murdered by this deck. <laughs> like yeah. this, they need to play Sudden Spoiling <laughs> just yeah. once to get through you once. Which. <laughs> I seriously doubt anyone playing Turgrid is playing smart enough to put a, a sudden you hope, spoiling in you there. Would, you would hope that they put a sudden spoiling there. I attempt no, to put I would sudden say spoiling. Greed gets in the way that they look at sudden spoiling and go, no, it, that doesn't immediately get me creatures or from other people, so I wouldn't play it. Why would I bother? Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, why would I even bother with this amazing card that kills people? Um, Sigarda is an awesome general. Sigarda is also like one of my favorite Selesnia generals. Uh, probably a top 10 general of mine, like favorite general in magic. Yeah. I love her. I've, I've, I built her very briefly uh, for like three weeks. Uh, someone else in our play group had him though. So I just broke it apart at that point and I kind of regret it, but uh, really good. General. Maybe, maybe someday. Maybe tomorrow I'm going to build cigar. Who we, who we got? Tomorrow. Do, 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 do. Don't I think you I have try to cut two, off my, my song. I have, I have two, two more, more here. I have two more. Oh, uh, so the last two I have, we'll just go with the real tryhard one uh, that Evan will sigh inwardly and possibly outwardly. You, you, well. look, you already said Thrasio. So, like, no. Uh, so this one Urza? is. No. no come on now, Urza. Uh, send triplets. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't have to play your own cards. You literally don't have to play your own deck. All you need are colored mana and, and some rocks that could tap for any color. Or yeah. you just take your opponent's cards that tap for the colors you need. 
But uh, send triplets is the card that at the beginning of your upkeep, you choose an opponent, they reveal their hand to you, and you can cast spells from their hand they cannot for your turn. I, I think this is getting a little off the, like, if you're coming back to magic or new to it, because send triplets, one, takes a ton of hate, and two, will be super confusing for a new player. It's not that confusing. I mean, for a brand new player, yeah. If you're coming back, though, or you just wanted to build something good stuff, like I said, that's why I didn't want to focus totally on just being new to magic. Yeah. Uh, in our conversation before this, uh, but more in the case of like, do you want to just not focus on something? And Sense Triplets yeah. is probably the most unfocused of focus decks. <laughs> you don't need to focus on shit all. You need to mana is what you need to focus on. 90, 99 card lands. Yes. You need to make Sense sure triplets. your deck has 100 cards in it, including general. And then you can play Sense Triplets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you have a little bit of protection for them, that's even better. You're in blue, though, and you're in white. So you have protection built into those colors. This deck is just one of the most generic, and this is where Evan said we we do like this is one of those generals that we do hate, uh, both of us. Oh yeah, I don't tech, I don't particularly hate Thrasios. Uh, he doesn't really scare me, except for the card draw and stuff like that. I hate when he's put into decks with other people. Um, but this card is a legitimate like roll your eyes, try hard move, uh, <laughs> you know, because. It's it's I don't want to tell people to play. It's a terrible terrible choice. Um, well, yeah, it's irritating because they just steal all the cards you have in your hand. Well, anytime someone cuts you out of playing, yes, you know it's it's a bad feeling. And due to the fact that send triplets, unlike what well, like we talk about, where if you're going to blow up everyone's lands, win the game the next turn. If you're going to use cyclonic rift, use it to win the game or to stop yourself from dying. Send triplets just every turn stops you from being able to play for a short period of time yeah and they're not going to win the game off that you know chances are they're just going to stop you from playing magic for seven minutes or something and you can just go grab a new beer or something but like it's just it's 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 less that it's so dangerous and more that it's just kind of like breaks the whole i guess well friend friend contract like a social friend contract you know the same reason you don't run mass land destruction in a lot of pods is the same reason why this guy is frowned upon it's but uh, but you can take three turns, right? You can. What, I'm surprised what? at how little hate there is for extra turns. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Uh, I think deep down, people, everyone is greedy enough to want extra turns. You know. Yeah. Like mana, mana. Every that's why so many people take tempted discovery, and so many people hate land destructions. That everybody wants as much resources as they can get. Yeah. So people hate it when people play extra turns against them, but they don't hate the idea of extra turns. They they all think that they'll be the one percent someday. It's the it's the whole gambling addict part, yeah. The whole like you know, my horse is going to be the next winner, even though yeah. this I, guy I keeps was, casting. I was thinking the, like the the uh, we can't tax the upper class because one day I'll be upper class. That too, that works too. Someday I'll so cast. Time I can't stretch. complain about extra turns because one day I will live the dream and have an extra turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I take extra turns all the time. I can't complain about extra turns. <laughs> uh, yeah, but sense triplets is uh, is really. Out of all the ones that I've listed anyway, this is the most generic of generic. You can put whatever you want in this deck as long as it protects your general in some way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah. You put all the removal you want, the most generic cards, the best cards of your colors. It's Esper, so literally you could just run like Ristic Study, Smothering Tithe, Grave Pact, without having to worry about any synergy. You just put them in the deck. 
someone's deck out there will synergize with you. <laughs> Hopefully. Or will synergize with this amount of good stuff you have. Unless like you're you playing. I think we've talked about this, that, you know, we play, we play serious decks, but we all have our, our joke decks. And every once in a while, someone's like clone deck comes up against just the, the wonkiest of meme decks we're playing and it's like no way yeah, yeah. <laughs> clone deck one. against my two creature deck and i don't hit progenitus against it so they're just like whoa uh, uh. yeah i guess i cloned grazoth four times so so send trips will fall apart if people are just playing the stupidest decks but the worst decks you're facing the worst send triplets it's a it's yeah. definitely a gambling deck because if someone's playing a better tuned deck they probably have a chance to get rid of it easier but you have a chance to pull better stuff off of them Whereas if someone's playing, like I said earlier, like if table tribal like, where every card has a table yeah. in it, like you... if you're up against if you're playing a pod and you're send triplets versus Arcades, uh and yeah. um and <laughs> that Fenax. would be a bad one. If you were playing against like Arcades, the new one, the the yeah. only swing with walls and, and like, like the, and the Demir God like Fenax Mill, and you're like, none of these cards help me do anything. They they don't synergize in the least with what <laughs> I'm trying to do. All yeah. I'm gonna do is play walls that can't attack or mill you, but not enough to win. <laughs> well, none of the Fenax plays so little mill because they just play high toughness creatures. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> so you're just sure. like, oh, I could play a Silumgar, I guess, and I have a dragon, but like he's three seven. <laughs> uh, <you> know, <laughs> like, yeah, no, there are times, and again, but again, though. No, Chances are you're going to keep send triplets on the board longer if you're playing against a group of decks like that. Yeah, fair. Where your counter spells will will be so much more effective versus if you're playing against you know Timnus all the way down and they're just running the tightest uh, Esper deck against you possible. So yeah. this these these decks, like I said, these decks are all just to show you what you can play if you don't want to have to actually synergize your deck. Yeah, that's fair. to your general. To your general. All right. I got uh, I got a, a commander classic. Perfect. Uh, Animar, Soul of Elements. Classic Animar. Nothing uh, but net for that one. Tamir one, basically, uh, whenever you, well, not basically, but whenever you <laughs> cast a creature spell, put a 1-1 one, one counter on Animar, uh, and things your creature spells you cast cost one less for each counter on it. Evan, uh, give it pro, to us in more layman's terms. You know, <laughs> one white black. Well, I was like, it's basically this. And I went, oh, the only thing I'm going to cut out is the protection part. So it's, it is this. Basically, <laughs> you know, dumb it down for us, but speak to us like we're fine. Uh, so Animar, like as long as you're playing creatures, um, you can come up with a theme. But assuming as long as you just go, I'm going to make a creature deck, uh, then Animar just, it, it's like Goreclaw. It just makes them cost less and yeah. away you go. Um, you don't really need a theme because... If your scaled worm now costs one green to cast for a seven six vanilla, that's uh, still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you don't even need to make it a creature deck. If you run, you know, your average of twenty five to twenty seven creatures or whatever like that, and then just run a bunch of other good stuff in your colors, you're going to get there anyway. Yeah. Um, are so cheap to get out. You just need the colors, so your your land base has to be right. But overall, he just starts dropping free creatures all the time. You know, regardless of whether there's any synergy or tribe in effect, that first Lanowar Elf all of a sudden makes all of your other things cost one less. Yeah, it's like doubly effective there. Yeah, so it 100%, you don't need to worry about anything as long as you have creatures in your deck in Animar. Um, you do kind of, I guess, in Animar, I want to look at like your high-end creatures, like what the big beaters are going to be at the end, but whatever. You can play, like you said, you could literally drop a Scaled Worm with a Rancor, just to use that as the <laughs> yeah. finisher. Uh, and it'll work because it'll cost you one green for him and one green for the rancor um obviously 
uh, Anamar can go all sorts of different directions. Anamar can be a focus general. Um, you can certainly double down and do the whole morph thing or, or a buddy plays dragons, uh, Anamar dragons, which I think is really funny and fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't he have it where like it was two different decks, but he didn't tell you which one it was. Yeah, he had Hydras at one point also with Animar, but he turned that into that Zexara or whatever, the one yeah, that creates Hydras. Yeah, but at Hydras. one point it was like, are we up against Hydras or Dragons? He'd be like, you'll see. Yeah, exactly. And, you'd, and the worst part was he'd have to wait until he actually played a creature because the mana base was exactly the same. Um, yeah, yeah Animar is a really good general. Uh, again, Animar is a pretty decent general if you're learning how to play Magic because it will it's, it's a simple enough mechanic that you can follow it. Yeah. But it's a consistent enough general that you will also succeed. The protection's yeah. the most confusing part, but yeah, and really the protection, uh, white and black are really good colors to have protection against and to learn about protection from because they have the most targeted removal. So uh, yeah. it's a really good general for like an intermediate, or you feel you've already stepped out of like you've taken the floaters off, you know, and you're you're gonna wait out into the deep end by yourself. Uh, you want to build something and, and step it up a notch from your from your generic whatever slap together. Animar will still let you slap together whatever you want. You don't need to focus on anything, but you can also uh, expect to do well. Yeah, and if you want to get creative, you'll realize that if you play like Animar Golems, you can well, pretty if much you want to get if you want to get creative or, and realize that Animar Golems is actually incredibly dangerous because none of them cost color. Yeah, that's exactly. pretty good. <laughs> like, there's there's certain creatures you'll eventually realize that you know you could put in, but you, you can get there. You'll make a decent deck until you notice these things. Yep. So yeah, no Animar is really Plat good. Platinum one. Empyrean, pretty good if you can cast it for zero. Yeah, same with Platinum Angel. Having both of them in your <laughs> deck is pretty good, regardless of what pro tip guys. If you're playing in a somewhat casual environment, slap those two cards in there. And then watch everyone clone them and the game never ends. Well, I mean, that's for a different story. Uh, <laughs> so my final my final general is uh, the Scarab God. Uh, the, okay. the Dimir uh, best zombie uh, general. <laughs> for an old callback to like <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was voted the best zombie general, but it, it's a god. Um and it, it synergizes very well with zombies, but it creates its own zombies. Yeah. And the reason I bring it up is because overall, and we talked about this before, and it, it I don't think it's changed too much with the newer generals, Dimir still isn't a very potent casual deck. Uh, it is an integral part of CEDH. Yeah. But um, the, we, the... We talked that... Demir has identity problems. It does. It does. Now, it Scarab God is the, the reason that it's such a good zombie general is that it breaks that, that identity problem very, very hardcore. Yeah, like you, it's, you it's scry quite a break. You deal damage and you get things back. It's got lots of stuff. But Demir is usually too focused on like milling, which isn't a good strategy in four player games. No. So Scarab God is the, uh, is the, the uh, legendary god, five drop Demir. Beginning of your upkeep, each opponent loses X life, and you scry X for X is the number of zombies you control. So that's always the big sort of like starter play, quote unquote, with the Scarab God is that you look at this and you say, Man, that's a really good zombie general. And it is. I don't want to get that yep. wrong. For four, though, you exile a target creature from any graveyard, you create a token copy of it that's a four, four black zombie. So you don't even need to worry about having zombies in your own deck. No, you Scarab just God doesn't them. trigger off of zombies themselves. So, like, 
having the the zombies that cheapen your zombies or that give you know a zombie master in your deck doesn't help the actual scarab god so you don't have to go zombies with it it will create its own zombies it's a five five for five that doesn't actually ever die when yeah. it dies return it to your hand at the beginning of the next end step so you just send it to your graveyard and then if someone exiles your graveyard you move it back to the command zone it's very easy to continually resurge this general yeah, and as long as creatures are dying or you're milling people, uh, you can just steal from other people. Yeah, or just forcing discards or whatever. You know, and you could even up. fill. You could even like force people to draw cards that they have to discard. Like it doesn't. They don't. This deck doesn't care how yeah, you do it. Uh, this deck can strip your own creatures, so you can just play good stuff creatures in your own deck, and then when they die, you just simply return them to the battlefield as a four-four black zombie. Demon. Runescar Demon, uh, Micaeus, like, sure, this deck doesn't <laughs> care. I'm, I'm just throwing out some degenerate shit. Uh, <laughs> but like, uh, oh, uh, Gary, Gary, a hundred percent. There's no reason <laughs> to not run Gary if you're already going to run the Scarab God. Uh, <laughs> I just cut Gary from my mono black deck. Yeah, you're saying, yeah, I put in Haunting Wind instead. Uh, <laughs> that, real good I think replacement. That describes our play style. <laughs> pretty well <laughs> that's, that's probably the best description of our play style drop gary we, replace it with a legends enchantment the thing we talk about though is we're, we're like down all those stuff but we play very competitively yeah despite the fact we just get mad and try to make sort of like make highly competitive decks out of not highly competitive cards or philosophies <laughs> yeah we uh we we tend to try to just like i mean you know like we sound like we play like kitchen top battle cruiser and we definitely don't there are times that we do but yeah for the most part i'm going to try to kill my opponents i'm not going to see what you get to play because i'll eventually yeah. see that anyway if we play enough games uh so you, a lot of our decks are built we're bitching on these generals or at least evan is um always because we see them so often in the same I don't way see scarab god anymore it like completely phased away it did completely phase away but that's because uh dimir got yuriko and that's the only the oh, only uh dimir general lazav had a moment where it was played no hardly ever uh arami i mean when it first when the new lazav came out people were playing Ar-Arami's it all over the just too feel bad because it's just too good arami had a quick moment too but apart from that the only dimir general i ever see I, there's one guy in our play group on discord who has an anawan deck and that's pretty that was pretty fun to play against right yeah anawan came out and seems to be fairly but yuriko essentially just took over dimir like just like no one wants to play any other one of our friends is building nimrus which i thought was really cool Who's um, nimrus? Uh, that one six flying flash elf or fairy knight. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. uh, Una's uh, lieutenant or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. A friend of ours is building it. One of the Discord people, and we've been discussing the cards in it, and it's really fun to talk about it because that's a general that no one plays. No, no, no. no. And I have a Grimgrin deck, and Grimgrin at one point was was an OG top dog Dimir general. Like back before Dimir sort of lost its way. Yeah. Uh, he was he was the be all end all of sort of aggro Dimir, and he's kind of fallen behind again. Eureka and Anwan and Scarab God, uh, even though I still think he's a better option than at least Scarab God. Yeah, he is a zombie tribal though. You kind of can't, or True. at least a creature tribal. You need to be able to constantly untap him. 
But yeah, the Scarab God just wants to dig things out of people's yards. It doesn't care how it gets there. You can dig out of your own yard and it never dies. So you always have a 5-5. Five, five. Yeah, that's pretty key if you're sort of learning to play and you realize like a lot of these ones we've talked about are like commanders that stick around a bit. Yeah, um, they're, they're, they're good. You're able to play the good stuff because the commander doesn't care because it has yeah. resiliency or it doesn't have a specific power. Like people won't target out Scarab God because it's doing something. They'll yeah. target it out like it's not that it's focusing on what the zombies are doing. They'll kill it because it's just a good card. Um, uh, but you don't really need the Scarab God to win the game. You can build your deck as just Demir good stuff. Uh, I got uh, I got one more, though it could just be easily replaced with a different one. So I guess I'll mention them both, but they're played the same way. Okay. Uh, so my last one was Rookthar. <laughs> it could just be whatever Nikita of the old ways, because you're just going to play gruel creatures. Yes. And then just play creatures. Don't play now, anything else. That's Rur the only stipulation. Rurkthar is a far funnier deck. It is. Because but... nobody nobody will care about you until you play your general. And then everyone cares about you as yeah, soon as you but, play your general. But as long as you say, I'm going to play any cards I want, but they won't be non-creature spells you'll realize that everyone else will be suffering and you can just play creatures and beat people and people will try to play through. They'll take six damage, whatever. You'll be perfectly fine. You just, you just have to have that stipulation and then you can play any card you want. It just has to be a creature for both those decks. Um, yeah. You'll lack sort of responses, but if you're new to playing, you'll get away with it. I mean, Rurik there is your classic, classic, classic primal search deck. Like this is the, this is the deck that you would just say it's a primal cert deck because everything else is just going to be creatures and land and maybe a couple enchantments that'll that'll lose you six life if you get it before primal surge. But apart from that, you're just going to be like, here comes the deck, guys. Boom. Yeah. Because yeah, so, it, it's just, it's hilarious. Right? And it's a funny one if you're new to sort of see how people react to threats. Yeah, I wouldn't. To see I wouldn't. What people think is willing to take six damage for. I wouldn't run this as a new player or recommend it to a new player because it doesn't have any responses at all. No, that would be your problem. You could pretty yeah. much make anything as your your deck, but yeah. you would not be reactionary. Like there's lots of ETB Rexage and uh, Terastodon and stuff like that. So it's not like you can't play removal, but just you won't have like instant speed removal, which might hurt you but again if you're learning then maybe maybe you don't need to know that aspect of the game right away i i feel that this would definitely 100 percent be like a uh someone like us a jaded older player <laughs> who, are, who are at the end of their time and just sort of hates everything that's going on in the game uh and just says like you know what i'm just gonna drop my commander out and slap these swift foot boots on him and and just pass I want someone to make a deck where they try to clone Rookthar as many times as possible. Well, if you play him in Animar, you could run <laughs> Rookthar with clones. And yeah. then uh, and then you could just worldly tutor him up. And then yeah, just clone Sakushima. him with Spark Devil. Yeah, exactly. him, And then just sit there. And then just sit there and be like, well. I think it would be really funny. Um, if you had to make the deck consistent enough, that that'd be the case. But uh, it'd be a really really funny deck to watch people just suffer <laughs> all you have to do is find a way to be able to skip combat on your turn isn't there a blue creature that lets you choose a phase and you skip it yes there is <laughs> because if you can skip combat 
we never have so to great, with Rourke great deck ideas in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you could just sit there and literally just tell me you, you, what you would call You would just call that deck. So the Rourke Thar deck where you would just clone it, Animar Rourke Thar, you, I would call that Russell Crowe's Gladiator because you're just going to put people into an arena. You're not going to attack yourself and you're just going to thumbs up, thumbs down them. Sure, yeah. Uh, I cast Path of Exile, take 24, thumbs down. <laughs> Four Rourke Thar's out. Uh, I well, think that just, would be hilarious. You just get it to a point where no one could remove it because it was too many of them to yep. remove everything. Well, and if other people are hitting people at some yeah. point, it becomes that you die. If you cast a non-creature spell. <laughs> exactly. I think it's a good idea. I think someone should pull it off. Well, now you've just given me a second idea. Evan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have all the pieces. I have Sakashima and everything. But, uh, I have I have all of the Sakashimas and all the clones. The only thing I think I'm missing right now is Rook Thar and an Animar. <laughs> I have two Rook Thars, and they're nice. like at 25 cents. I, I believe they are. So I would just need an Animar to pull this off. Actually, yeah. I, you know what? <laughs> you could... <laughs> Oh, now I'm just kidding. I could run it in Riku. And then after sure. I start cloning him, I could clone the clones with Riku. <laughs> oh, man. Now you're going there. Now now we've kicked it into overdrive, and I own a Riku, so this will be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the only thing, the, so I did want to mention, it wasn't on my list, but it was a group uh, of more degeneracy but that could be run just as good stuff because that's essentially what they are is uh, of course the, the Titans, the Eldrazi Titans. Sure. Not to go into any details, but technically speaking, you don't really care about synergy in any of them except uh, Emrakul who needs shit in the yard, but the other four Titans, they don't care at all. They, they probably care the least because they themselves will just win you the game. (laughs) I was thinking that the colorless is only good stuff because it's actually very limited in what you can play. So you have to only play good stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 yes, most of them. Yeah. But I mean like Giraper, for example, uh, hope Giraper has to be Voltron. Yeah, um, I guess. Karn, our buddy's Karn deck is pretty not good stuff and pretty much just like every activated ability in an artifact. Um, it yeah. turns out to be a lot of good stuff. Yeah. But it's definitely synergistic. Um, but yeah, the Eldrazi, the Titans don't, don't care at all. I mean, Ulamog doesn't need any synergy. (laughs) You know, he swings and you lose a fifth of your deck. Like, he doesn't give a (laughs) shit about what else is going on in his deck. You know, now, again, like you said, you have a very limited number of cards, so it tends to always be the same cards anyway. Yeah. Um, You know, you only have the one counterspell. You only have the one board wipe. You only have the one removal or the two removal. Like, you're going to run the same cards anyhow, but you, you can definitely in those decks just pick the best cards of the class yeah that's you don't need to care about any sort of synergy that works along with Kozlek because Kozlek doesn't care what your synergy is you know how do you synergize yeah. with annihilator four i don't know <laughs> uh Sigarda. well that's how you beat annihilator four <laughs> <laughs> but also then you still have to block an 11 11 every turn um, yeah fair. since i'm already on the page did you because uh, i looked up a work there did you want to do random commander Evan? Uh, oh yeah, we should probably do that quickly. I don't have my page open, so uh... well, I'll pick it up for us. How about if I do yours first? Ready? Sure. Here's yours, buddy. You got, you got an error. Oh, you got Prava of the Steel Legion. 
Uh, <laughs> he is a 1-4 cat soldier. As long as it's your turn, creature tokens you control get plus oh. one, plus four. And for four, he creates a 1-1 one, one white soldier token. And uh, he yeah, has card. Yeah. yeah. This one, people kind of like this one, but I've never seen people play it. Um, it's got partners, so you just have to find the right thing to partner it with. Now, technically, um, you did get a partner with this. I just read the top one. It gave you Silas Wren, the Seeker Adept. Well, that's a terrible combination. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it deals counterattention to a player, choose wow. turn an artifact in your graveyard. You may cast that card this turn. That's there awful. are a grand total of two decks listed. <laughs> there have to be mistakes. I have to click the wrong button. <laughs> um, <laughs> this sounds like a terrible partnership. Why don't yes. we just go with Prava? <laughs> Just go Prava. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because it's as long as it's your turn, they're bigger, which is irritating. Because and um, it's bigger on the ass end, which is very yeah. irritating for having tokens out. Now I run this. Yeah, in my it's almost Horn. like if it wasn't your turn, they got that. You'd be like, cool. Yeah. Um, I think it's so you can sort of swing wildly. It makes its own creatures, but um, there there are a couple. I can't think of any of them off the top of my head, but there are a couple partners that. Um, you know, you could synergize this with um, um, like the, the golem one, maybe the green one. Oh, um, yeah. The guy who puts a plus one, plus one counter. Yeah. Things, yeah. The things that make um, tokens. tokens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because plus one plus four is pretty good. Um, four to make a cat soldier is not great, but that's it's not a cat it's soldier. Cool. Just a white soldier. Oh, it is just a soldier. Look at that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Prov is fine. Um, it's really about just trying to find one to partner with though which is not silas Ren. <laughs> so uh so on our scales what would you give it for hate uh for hate uh a one like i don't i don't know i can't even think of one you'd partner with it that people would be like like thrasios partner with thrasios <laughs> maybe go bant. it's probably bant good be stuff. the worst thrasios but <laughs> maybe uh and then what about uh, politics politics um uh, not a whole lot. I mean, you can make instant speed creatures, but since they're not, like if you could make an instant speed two five, you could really sort of be like, don't bother swinging at me because I'll just make blockers, but you're, they're only one ones on the other people's turns. So you don't really have any sort of threats or anything. Mm. Um, so again, it depends on what you do, but you're probably just going wide. So there's not many politics when you go wide. So like a one. Uh, what about fun? Fun. Um, there's probably some fun here. Um, the math involved with trying to figure out what your creatures are. If you have like a Cather's Crusade out, it won't be fun. Uh, um, I run it with Cather's Crusade in my Elish Norn deck, so the math starts to make a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, at some perfect. point, that's what I said. Like <laughs> when you're like, oh, it's plus three plus six, I think, on top of these counters. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll give it a one and a half. I'll give people credit for figuring out some way to make it fun. It's an interesting commander, um, but uh, it's uh, that it is that limitation on your turn, though. I it, I see yeah. it as soon, every time I look at him, I'm like, it's in my deck, and I'm like, this is why it's uncommon. It would be a really good rare general if it was tokens get plus one plus four all the time. Yeah, there's some suggestions here of um, uh, Ikra's whatever the the Naga Wizard partner that. Uh, you gain life equal to toughness. Oh, or, yeah, or yeah. Kamal yeah. that gets plus three, plus three in trample, at which point they'd be plus four, plus seven in trample. That's pretty. That's not, now that's not terrible. <laughs> which is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, or like Tana Bloodsowers to make one, one sapperlings. That would be 
uh, two five sapperling so like there's probably some decent decks you can make with this guy i don't know them offhand but there's probably yeah. more credit than it's been getting i i'd say i'd say i mean silas ren is a terrible choice for a partner that's why i skipped it i was like i'll <laughs> yeah. say it just to tell him that he got one but like it's really bad um so i get ludwig the necro alchemist Oh yeah, we got more partners. Yeah, more partners. Would, we have each that part, and step. Would that partner well with Prava. So it did give me a partner, but I choose not to read it. Uh, it <laughs> gave good, me huh? Timna the Weaver. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, at the beginning of each partner's end step, that player may draw a card if a player other than you lost life this turn. So, yep. I mean, this this general. So I'm going to ignore Timna because that immediately puts you three on the hate scale anyway. But um, <laughs> sure, this partner works alone. So this this is sort of a group huggy sort of don't swing at me uh, spell slingerish is it deck like this guy works on his own because he's just like yeah. don't hit me hit other people and you get to draw cards you know you can also hit me as well as long as a player other than me has lost life this turn I tried to build this guy with uh, Ludwig's creation Crom and I uh, okay. tried to make it just like like burn and it was still like my god i just keep drawing cards <laughs> yeah like it just it draws all the time like it's just a constant draw thing. yeah it was um, like uh, this is this is feeling like i'm trying and i'm trying to make it a bad deck yeah it's uh but i mean is it is it draw effects tend to fall into that anyway like is it um, obviously the strength of those decks is it's sort of the chaos and the, the card draw you're in blue you're in red yeah they're both known for different versions of card draw uh, but this guy sort of gives you an opponent's he's in the same vein as Edric where it's like, as long as you don't come at me with everything, you're going to get to draw a card, you know? Yeah. Um, and he doesn't pose a threat. He's a one, four human wizard for three. So he's not like he's yeah. sitting there threatening the board when he's out. Well, you threat, you put him with a partner and like, suddenly... well, like Timna, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> or it's like being post combat, you may pay X life for X <laughs> number of opponents that were dealt combat damage this turn. If you do draw X cards. Like it's just the worst, like, um, so I would, so I, I think this would be a fun general to build on its own, uh, for hate. Sure. I think you'll get like a one and a half or two on this. Yeah. You'll get some because people will uh, assume that the, if it's alone, people are going to assume that you're going to combo off. The assumption has yeah. to be that, that you're comboing. Yeah. Um, if he's sitting there alone, like if he's not partnered or if he's partnered with someone garbage, like, like Prava. <laughs> yeah, or Silas Ren. Um, actually, Prava wouldn't be terrible with this because on each other player's turn, when your tokens are small, this gives you the purpose to not swing at me. Like, Fair, if you I don't guess. hit me, you get to draw a card. But if yeah, you hit, you know, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm trying to reach here for some answers. Man. <laughs> it wouldn't be the. It would be better than Silas Ren. <laughs> and. Uh, but and so hate you're probably on a one and a half maybe the two uh depending on the table uh for fun the problem is this guy doesn't offer anything fun in of himself except card draw which is like yeah. the bread and butter of blue anyway so i'd go with like one one and a half maybe the funds in the trap politic other people to attack each other yeah now politics cards. i think this guy's up at a two two and a half because yeah, he's you got some, are gonna uh, every turn essentially much like a Ristic study. You're gonna say you're gonna swing at me this turn. You're gonna swing at me this turn. Like, yeah, you're gonna always be trying is, to like push people. Eventually, off of people you. will clue in that they should take you out because you're playing. Is it? But 
Yeah, yeah. And then the, the big thing about Ludovic, too, is that you don't need to deal combat damage to trigger his ability. So if you have any way to make people passively lose life uh, yeah. on your turn, if you have, like, one damage that you can do, like, if you have a, a Honda note or something like that, and you're just like, one, you get to draw a card anyway. Right? Yeah, true. So he's he's pretty good. He can set up a little passive draw engine. It's only one draw on your turn, but still, like... He can certainly set up a pretty wow. good passive. It drawing. is until they print a card that says you get two end steps. <laughs> until they print a blue one that says at the beginning of your post combat uh, main phase, you have an additional uh, end, end phase <laughs> at the end of this phase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to be the Sphinx of the Third Sun. Um, so. Yeah, the uh, this guy's he's I think he I think he'd be more it'll fun say, than Prava. He'll say choose beginning, middle, or end phase, gain an additional phase after middle. that. What's phase. your middle phase? <laughs> <laughs> uh, middle I would like a second middle phase. Please. Gain a second middle phase, please. All right, Thank so you. I'm gonna go from second main to third main to combat <laughs> to fourth main. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is how we're doing it. Um, so yeah, so sign us up for R and D. Uh, you can contact us at (laughs) edinteract for all our amazing ideas. Uh, you can contact us though at edinteract.com, our website where we uh, very rarely put articles up ever since, uh, Evan started working again and I started working more, 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 more. More. But you can find out about our tournament there. You can find out about our on... upcoming tournament. There's still time to enter. In five yep. weeks on June 26th, we will be running the tournament on Discord. Uh, if there's a problem with that date, you need to push it to the next date or that whole weekend. We'll try to accommodate whatever we can, but we're aiming for the 26th. Yep. Uh, there's still a whole bunch of random commanders left out there. It's free to enter. Uh, we do have some prize pool uh, stuff coming up. We just haven't decided on exactly what that'll be. Uh, rest assured, though, it will be good. So feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, on email, edhrect at gmail.com. Also, Evan, uh, one of our readers did, one of our listeners did send in some decks that we're going to oh. review. Okay. So uh, we have that upcoming where we got three Sweet. or four decks from the same uh, listener. Uh, should be fun to review them. He's a good guy. He's been on our show before, so it'll be a good time. Um, and then, Might have to pump out an extra episode then if we're going to beat uh, Modern Horizons. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do it. You know what we should do? You know what we should do for this one, Evan? See if we can get him on the show while we rip his decks apart. That'd be uh, great. Uh, <laughs> That'd be like a reality TV show. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so feel free to shoot any of your deck ideas to us. We'd love to talk about them with you. We always love to, I always love to brew constantly. Um, I break my decks down probably every three weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Evan's more like an old man and That's, keeps them all. Brian Brian will be on this cast and be like, Oh, I built this deck and we'll talk about it. And then I'll never play. And then he'll be like, Yeah, I took it apart. It's like <laughs> I heard you talk about it for a month. I never played it. Um, yeah, so uh so feel free to reach out there. You can join our Discord community. We'll send you the link to hit us up there. Um anything's good. We have a Patreon as well. You can certainly patronage us with uh, whatever we don't care again we we aren't looking for that we aren't hunting it down we both yeah. work and we spend all of that money that we get back into either uh equipment upgrades very rarely and more often than not we do it for prize support for our tournaments or our uh, our contests or or we'll just be like we have money so let's just give something away yeah exactly we'll just uh, literally just have a draw 
Uh, and our patrons are always joined into the draw. And yeah. uh, usually if there's enough left over at the end, we tend to get them something small for just patrons to, uh, to win. Um, Which we'll, we'll probably realize as this tournament goes soon, we'll probably just do a random thing for patron draw. Yeah. Yeah. I suspect that we will, but thanks for listening what, guys. Eh, who knows? Whatever's out. Um, and your ideas on what prizes you'd like us to throw at our. What would you like to win? <laughs> we don't have many patrons so it's a pretty high chance of- <laughs> you you will uh, you will get it uh, pretty good chance uh thanks for joining us and we will see you guys in two weeks yeah see you then all right you're now not recording away